everyone, and welcome back to BoJack Horsepod Presents Tuke and Bird Pod. We're talking today about season one, episode two of Tuke and Birdie, the promotion. I am Kirsten McKinnis, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? Doing well. I always am like, oh yeah, I'm watching Tuke and Birdie, but I have to really pause first because I'm like, I'm watching Tuke and Bird Pod, Birdie something. It's Birdie hard. Pod. It's a tough one. Birdie, yeah. Tuke yeah. and Birdie Pod. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kirsten, you've had a marathon content creation day. It's been a big day. Started with a 7 a.m. podcast, then (laughs) then I had a little break, then I had a Twitch stream, and then I had a tiny break, and then I had a podcast, and then I had time to make dinner, and then I did this. Yay! Next time we have Chappelle on the podcast, should we have it very late at night? No. (laughs) I respect Chappelle, unlike him (laughs) respecting me. I think that's more of like Rob over on RHAP has like a very narrow window for when he can Mm -hmm. record nothing but Netflix. And it's kind of like, if you can't fit, too freaking bad. So Mm -hmm. I've done it two times now. Listen, I'm not too good to podcast at 7 a.m. I mean, I would prefer not to, but like I'm not too good for anything, you know? (laughs) A champion, honestly. I hope the people appreciate your sacrifices. They probably won't, but that's okay. (laughs) I chose this. You gave up a Sunday sleep in, the most valuable sleep in. I mean, I don't really sleep in anyways. Like, I would have slept in later than 6.30, but, like... Certainly. The chances of me sleeping in past 8 are pretty impossible. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that your typical wake-up time on a weekend? I mean, honestly, more like 7.15, but... Wow. Uh, it's, and it's not on purpose. It's not because I choose to do it. It's because my body is like, ha bitch, you like sleeping? <laughs> well, you can't enjoy even that anymore. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We're also, Kirsten, in the middle of being smoked out of our province. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. Smoke everywhere, truly. Smoke everywhere, yeah. No, I feel like I sound normal, but in my head, I do not. I'm like, oh, I got that big smoke energy. Big smoke energy. (laughs) Yeah. You're also back in school. How's your your first week of your second year of your PhD? It's so funny. Every time I tell people, I'm like, yeah, I just started my second year. They're like, you're only in your second year? I'm like, I know. (laughs) It really does feel like it's been four years. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. I So yeah, just started my second year. It's fine. I think it's going to be a very brutal two months, I think. And then maybe November onward will be much more manageable. But I think the first two months are going to be tough. I love that for you. And (laughs) I will actually be in your city for a work meeting right around the time when your life starts to become manageable again. So I know you'll probably be busy, but maybe you could take a study break to come see me. Yeah, no, it's perfect. It is truly a sign from the universe because you are going to be in town right after my midterm. So that's exactly when I'm going to be like, well, no homework this week. So that's perfect. It's going to be great. Yeah. I don't know the exact logistics yet, but I guess we could figure that out off pod. (laughs) We'll figure it out. It'll be perfect. It's like, okay, we are going to meet here at this time on this day. No, we would never. Mm -mm. Could never be. (laughs) Mm Mm-mm. No, yeah. No, our, our second in-person meeting. It'll be beautiful. A wonderful moment. It shouldn't be only the second one, but yet <laughs> you, you, I came to the mainland, but you never came to the island. And, yeah. you know, maybe next year, Kate, okay, what we should do is at some point we should meet up at one of the Gulf Islands and you would take a ferry to one and I would take a ferry to the same, obviously the same one. <laughs> to a different um, one. <laughs> it'd be pretty funny if I went to a different one. <laughs> <laughs> that could be cute yeah no it sounds delightful yeah 
that that could pick work. your favorite island and we'll be there well i've only been to two gulf islands now and one of them is like way off the north side of vancouver island so it certainly won't be malcolm island mm. because that's mm-hmm. far sounds Actually, far that island's really cool it has this beach with like perfectly smooth rocks and because the rocks aren't sharp the whales come and rub up against it to scratch themselves Whoa. without hurting themselves we didn't Whoa. see any whales but like we were at the place where if you're gonna see a whale up close it's gonna be there you could have seen a whale. We could have seen a whale. We wanted to see a whale. Mm-hmm. But we didn't see a whale. Fair. That's okay. We, we survived. So, also, your second episode of Two Camberti. Did you like it? Yeah. What did you think of it? I did. It's very fun. I think this show is a couple things. So, one is that we haven't started really having much of a through line yet mm-hmm. that I can point out. But I do think that it's doing a very good job of setting up who these characters are. I think maybe we'll get an episode later where we dig into Tuca a little bit more because I think so far we really just get like she's wacky and funny and what a delight but I think we're getting more in terms of Birdie and her characterizations I'm hoping we'll Mm -hmm. get a little bit more from Tuca but I love this where it's we're seeing all the insecurities that Birdie has especially around her job and obviously all of this very relatable content in terms of her imposter syndrome and all that but I think they're doing a really good job of just setting her up as a very three-dimensional character while at the same time being like look her boob escaped for the night yeah I think it's like this is a it's a very fun show. It's a very funny show. And I think it's immediately apparent that this is a show made by a woman. You know? Like yes, I just yes. you can instantly tell and it's that's not like an indictment of other shows or like a criticism of Bojack at all. It's yes. just this show's like very clearly made by a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, I think it comes off in so many ways just like in terms of kind of the story itself but also just the way that they talk to each other the dialogue is just so believable as like this is how two women friends would talk to each other yes and i'm curious actually and i would love the horse girls to let us know like i'm very curious what our audience thinks of this show Mm because i know you know not everyone who watched bojack came to to kimberty and so it's i'm very curious like and i would say like bojack like obviously there's a woman who watched bojack and woman who loved bojack we found a ton of them in our community like it's not just us but i do think that bojack is like a more like a male favored show and so I'm just curious if the people who enjoy that are like, mm, too many girls talking. Ah. <laughs> this is passing the Bechdel test too effectively. Yeah, yeah. it's like, no, what's I... the opposite of the Bechdel test? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Are there any dudes talking to each other? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Where, like you said, right off the bat, you're like, oh yeah, this is clearly written by women. Comes off very believably. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I, I think, think it's very fun. I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, it is very fun. I think it's also a product of when each show was made as well. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, Bojack is, like, timeless, but I do think it would look very different if it had started in 2020 versus ending in 2020. Yeah, I mean, and last week we really didn't touch on it explicitly, I guess, but one of the things, obviously, that Bojack struggled with a little bit was the diversity in terms of casting, and, like, I think that this show has already done a way better job in that front. I think it's doing women's stories maybe a little bit better. Yeah. So, very exciting to see kind of we the product it. of the time. Yeah. Now, we do have some segments. Yes. To get to. So currently, well, first of all. Oh my God, I'm pretty sure I left Scally out of last week. Yeah, I, I think you left Scally out of last week. So first of all, if we could get Brian Scally to let us know what segment we're about to start and tell us what time it is, that'd be great. <laughs> Unless Lindsay's forgotten about him forever. Oh my God. <laughs> 
what time is it? He needs to come back, clearly. I don't know if he's ever watched Toucan Birdie, so we're going to have to force him to, to watch some and, and join us. Yeah, no time like the present. No time like Sunday, September 11th, 2022 <laughs> at 6.52 p.m. in the Pacific time zone. <laughs> what a segue from our girl. Um, <laughs> 9.52 p.m. in the Eastern time zone, 2.52 a.m. on Monday, September 12th in London, and 9.52 a.m. on Monday, September 12th in Hong Kong. I Listen, that was an all-time segue. <laughs> yeah, incredible. An incredible transition. Oh, <laughs> I love I to see it. That. Would you like to hear what holidays it will be when this podcast is released? Is this according to bullshitholidays.com? Because that's it's, the only source I accept. It's according to checkiday.com as per okay. always. So as per always. So it's, this podcast is being dropped on Tuesday, September 13th, 2022. It is Bald is Beautiful Day. Okay. It's so. a day to embrace baldness. Yep. And it do, it's for people. Yeah, people who go bald or people who choose to be bald. It, it doesn't matter. Great. I'm not bald, but I will think of the baldies in my life at that time. Actually, my boss, one of my coworkers really wants to be Mr. Evil for Halloween and have me be Mini-Me. And I was like, I don't want to wear... Yeah, you're right. And I was like, I don't want to wear a bald cap. And she was like, I will too, though. And I was like, I don't want to wear a bald cap. Anyways, it's fine. I feel like you have the right face that you could pull off like extremely short hair because you have pretty features. I, my face is like an egg with like a couple of, <laughs> of okay features on it. I would truly, and I also think my head is like covered in dents. Like I just really think it's a, I have a lumpy bumpy scalp. Mm-hmm. Skull. I have a big dent in the back of my head also. Yeah, I have, a, I have a big dent in the back of my head. I have these two little bumps behind my ears that sometimes my glasses squeeze and then it gives me a headache. Yeah, yes, I also have that. Which mm-hmm. I'm like, do I have cancer? Like, is this normal? Like, I have no idea. But you said you I mean, have I it have too, so I assume ones. that we're probably <laughs> just normal. But then I'm like, well, why is my head swollen? Like, did my brain swell up? Like, am I having a stroke? Like, sorry. <laughs> I think it's not that your head is swollen so much as your glasses are just, like, smushing. Yeah, but some days they don't smush and some days they smush. So that leads me to believe mm. the only thing that could be changing is the size of my head. Or the amount of time you're wearing your, your glasses. No, sometimes I put them on and it instantly hurts. And now it hurts because oh, I'm thinking weird. about it. Listen, I don't know. That, but anyways, I could not pull. I do not think I could pull off short hair. But maybe one day. I believe in you. <laughs> I had a bob for a little while, but mm-hmm. that's about it. Anyways, it's fortune cookie day. Mm-hmm. Which, like, listen, I would love to partake in. I actually really like fortune cookies. Yeah, I'm fine with fortune cookies. I would never, like, go buy a box of fortune cookies. I don't even know where I, I would do that, I guess. I would but, do that. Like, I'm happy to get one. I used to do, I used to play volleyball in middle school, and the one school where all the big tournaments were sold fortune cookies for 25 cents in the cafeteria. Whoa. And I'd buy so many fortune cookies when I was there for a V-ball tournament. Nice. Do you ever get any good words of wisdom? I mean, I'm sure at times. Sometimes they actually <laughs> give you a fortune, and now they just are like, you was kind, you was smart, you was important. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, thanks for nothing. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> it's International Chocolate Day. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm happy to partake in that. Yeah, I like chocolate. I like milk chocolate the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like a dark chocolate, but not the darkest. That's because your like palate 70. is aging, Lindsay. Your taste buds are dying, and so you are liking yeah. worse things, which is what happens yeah. as we age. That's exactly right. So many <laughs> things have changed where I'm like, yes, give, give me that 70% cocoa. Ugh. Ugh. 
I'd rather be dead. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because if someone gives me the like 84 or whatever, I'm like, this is simply too much. But I'm sure that's coming down the pipe. Yeah, just give it a year because apparently you're elderly <laughs> already. You have the taste buds yeah. of a 60 year old. Which is funny because I always had the taste buds of a child. Like I still love me cotton candy ice cream. <laughs> cotton candy ice cream? Mm-hmm. I don't it's know like what the this sweetest one of all is. That sounds crazy. Yeah. Do you know what's really good? Putting nerds in ice cream. I believe that. It's really good. That was like my favorite candy as a child. Nerds. I love nerds. Oh my god, have you ever had a nerd's rope? No. I've oh seen god. them though. It's I've, like a I sticky candy with nerds yeah. all over it. It's a delight. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> it's also National Ants on a Log Day. So celery, okay. peanut butter, and, and raisins. Or chocolate chips. I, it's showing raisins on... I've never seen chocolate chips on this that before, Lindsay, but like... Yeah. I hate raisins, so this yeah, could have I, just been an adaptation. I also don't like celery, if we're being honest. I hate raisins. <laughs> I'm agnostic on celery. I love peanut butter. Yeah, love peanut butter. I've gotten so that like I'll eat raisins if they're in stuff or whatever, but I would oh, no. absolutely never, never just like me. seek out raisins. I don't want them to be in like bread or baked goods or whatever. I don't want them in anything. I'd like, why would I like put the moisture back in the grape so I can enjoy it, please? (laughs) I do. I really like celery with peanut butter, though. I've never seen it with chocolate chips, though. That is an innovation that would have never (laughs) flown in my house. (laughs) But then it would have been like my mom eating it like in the middle of the night when we were all in bed and like, well, why can't we have (laughs) (laughs) raisins or nature's candy? (laughs) Ugh, that was the oldest you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't subscribe to it though. Today on nothing but Netflix, we were talking about how I was like, "Is Rob just old now?" And then I made a comment about sexy people reclaiming something, it directly implying that Rob's not sexy. I think I really offended him. Oh God! Well, we'll know by tomorrow. I'll weigh in. I'll uh, listen to it and weigh please, in. Please, please listen and, and let me know what you think of that. I listen like first thing every Monday so that I can message Chappelle oh. and bully him into letting me come on. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Yet I never get your thoughts on mess magnets. Hmm. <laughs> How dare you? I have messaged you so many times. Not every week. Not first thing. So, no, not not every week. Right? Um, <laughs> it's kids take over the kitchen day, which I think makes a lot of sense with the fortune cookie, chocolate, and ants on a log <laughs> menu. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. It's snack a pickle day. All right. It's a day for snacking on pickles. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. love pickles. Pretty self explanatory. I'll partake. And then it's Uncle Sam day, which we will not be partaking in. I think we're good. And then last, but certainly not least. And also not last, but listen, I've edited some of the holidays out. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> it's Supernatural Day, September 13th, because it's spooky season. Well, already spooky season? Oh, it's spooky season. We're in spooky season already. <laughs> Doesn't have to be fully autumn for that? No. All right. The first day that you feel a chill in the air, it's spooky mm-hmm. season. And we have had that here. We've had several of those. So. It's like 11 degrees here the other day. What? Yeah, that's cold. Mm. I got Josh to agree that we'll make the Pillsbury cookies with the pumpkins on them and watch Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. So oh I'm my God. A perfect pretty night. excited. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> a dream. I know. I, I saw I saw a meme that was like the spirals like a hypnotism thing. And then it was like a picture of the Pillsbury like pumpkin cookies. And it said, mm-hmm. you think I'm so pretty. You want to bake these with me? <laughs> and I sent it to oh, him and perfect. it instantly worked. Wow. I know. So, Crazy. Guess it must be true. Exactly. Anyways, I guess we should get into the actual episode itself. Okay. We already touched on it a little bit. Yeah. How did you like this one compared to the first one? 
Oh, it's hard to rank them because I feel like this one was very different. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would agree. Um, But I liked it a lot. I really mm-hmm. liked this episode. I think I liked this episode a little bit better than the first, which is makes sense because the pilot is always mm-hmm. tricky. Totally. I felt like the, I don't know, the like goofy parts even like just made me laugh harder. The little like mm-hmm. animation, I think there was a little bit less of it. And so it felt a bit more impactful. And we're just, yeah. we're situated in the world now. Yeah, no, I think I agree with you. I thought the boob stuff was a little wacky, but I think it's But fine. it made me laugh. It, it, yeah, me like, too. Like, when the boob is, like, all deflated because it has a hangover mm-hmm. the next day, that made me laugh so hard. I was like, when did the boob come back? That's, yeah, that really made me laugh, too. It's very funny. I think, I do think maybe this episode was funnier. I will say I definitely thought when I saw the title, I was like, oh, she's going to decide she wants a promotion and then is instead going to go work for that baker we met last week, mm-hmm. but... Apparently not yet. I still feel like that's coming. I mean, it could. That baker, I feel like we'll see the baker again. Like, he's so sexy. Like, they wouldn't make a character (laughs) so sexy if it's just a one-off, you know? Yeah, so much chemistry. So much chemistry. So, (laughs) also, like, the intro to the show is so cute. Like, I don't know how anyone (laughs) can hit the skip intro button. I really don't. And I bet you probably did, Lindsay. (laughs) Um, But it's so fun. I could never. Mm -hmm. Yes, I really enjoyed it last week, but I did skip it this week. What? You don't have time to watch like a 15 second intro? Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I'll what watch are you it doing? <laughs> it's my commitment a to you. Goddamn delight. But so at the start of the episode, Birdia is at like in her breakfast nook. Tuka is there with Spike. Like it's it truly it feels like Tuka has moved back in with them yes. in this episode. Like she is never not in their apartment really, except like with the boob is there, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, even there, she's like there by herself. And there's the moment where later Birdie's going to come back from work and like Tuka and Speckle are already there together. Like she's just constantly there. Just the three of them. Well, her box of everything essential is there. So Mm -hmm. she had to be. So Birdie is currently a data processor at Condé Nest, which is a play on Condé Nast, a real media company. Very funny. (laughs) And she's a little cog in the machine and she wants to be a bigger cog. She wants a promotion. Yeah, she does. And I love how she presents it where she's like, it would be perfect for me. It's a senior operations analyst and I would be using statistics to optimize marketing decisions for long-term growth. And isn't this incredible? And she's so jazzed. And they're just like, neat. Like, we asked you what you want for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And Tuka says, we have cereal, eggs, fish, and cake. Why choose? And puts them all in a blender and then drinks it, which is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. entire life. A nightmare. I remember Joel Kim Booster talking regularly about oh, how he the would, raw like, eggs. chicken. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> raw. Yes, the chicken. Because he was eating, like, so many chicken breasts every day that he just, like, couldn't yeah. eat it as solid food. Yeah, and I was like, well, that is a nightmare, and this is right up there. That's very much what it reminded me well, of. Well, this is truly why bodybuilding is just another form of an eating disorder, and it's really sad. Yep. Like, if you're at the point no where doubt. you physically can't eat all the food that you think you need, it's a problem. It's not good. Just because you no. look hot from it doesn't mean that it's okay. Yeah, not good. Not good. But yes, Birdie wants to be a senior operations analyst and Speckle and Tuka say, ask for what you want. And she has a whole little plan on her notepad of (laughs) exactly how she's going to get this promotion. Yeah, because they're like, you got to just ask. And she's like, no, I think I'm just going to hope that he remembers me, reads my mind and gives me what what I want. And they're like, no, you're going to have to be more direct than that. She's like, no, that's not how I operate. I really like her idea of small talk being, work (laughs) is great, but I'd rather be at the beach. 
I work as hard as I beach. And break a mug on the ground. <laughs> no, no. Everyone loves the beach, Kirsten. I love the beach. But like that's not small talk. Like small talk at work is like, what did you do this weekend? Do you have any big plans coming up? Like, mm-hmm. how are you? Not I like the beach better than work. <laughs> Very good. That's like at the end of the day, like when I can't focus, I'm like, ugh, can't we all just go to the beach? <laughs> yeah there you go yeah but yeah she wants to like present a bunch of good ideas in a meeting she has a very good impression of her coworkers. like i'm dirk i'm birdie's annoying coworker. i pronounce it especially <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so and then she imagines that they're gonna be like birdie will you be our new senior operations analyst please birdie please which is what it seems like it should be it seems like she's very qualified mm-hmm. for the position and she actually yeah. knows what it means but also like mm-hmm. all of these job titles are just such like meaningless corporate jargon where i'm truly like oh birdie your job doesn't matter at all like can you please chase your joy yeah please go work for that sexy baker um, oh my person, god yes what did you think of speckles big dinner idea i feel like you would be into this two different kinds of oven fries listen i call them frozen fries i don't call them (laughs) oven fries but fair (laughs) listen i'm down i love fries everybody Mm. knows it but i mean i don't even need two types of oven fries i could just have one type yeah fair love an oven fry yeah who doesn't i also don't (laughs) make the beach (laughs) i also don't make them in the oven anymore because i have an air fryer now because i am yeah wealthy just kidding i'm poor please give me money (laughs) someone was talking about an air fryer the other day and said that so first of all yeah it was my friend taylor was like i love my air fryer great for roasting vegetables and cam was like oh maybe kirsten should get one because i have said you love roasting vegetables i was like joke's on you she already has one but i love that he thought of you that is (laughs) so freaking adorable oh my god i feel like i don't know enough about cam like all i know about cam is that he's a goddamn delight and i like just don't know him well enough but that's so cute that he thought of me i actually my air fryer is really small because my kitchen at the time is like a super small space and like a mm-hmm. regular size one would not have worked i did not have counter space i probably could have a bigger one now but i'm fine with my little one but i actually don't yeah. do my vegetables in it i just do them on the the regular schmegular oven yeah. But sometimes it's hot and it's nice to use the air fryer instead. Exactly. Yeah, I also, my newest kitchen appliance, I finally bought a rice cooker. Yeah. Which I like had a rice cooker before, but then I moved to BC and didn't bring it with me. And so I just had mm-hmm. no rice cooker since June of 2020. <laughs> yeah. People asked me, they were like, when you moved out to BC, what kitchen appliances did you feel you had to bring with you? And one of them was my rice cooker. Well, yeah, you got to have rice. I love rice. Mm-hmm. And my new rice cooker has a steaming basket, so I can put broccoli Ooh. in the top, and then when the rice is ready, the broccoli is ready. Amazing. It's kind oh, of yeah, iconic. That. Mm-hmm. That's what I had for lunch today, rice and broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Amazing. I've done that many times. <laughs> I think that's what I'm probably going to be eating a lot of for the foreseeable future, because groceries are so damn expensive. I can afford fresh vegetables. Yep. I'm going to be buying frozen broccoli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. That's the move. Anyways, so <laughs> Tuka doesn't know what to do, so Birdie tells her to go onto her, like, job app. Go Goose? Tour Goose? Tour Goose. Tour Goose. Yeah. And I thought that was very funny when she goes to help the dapper dog. Yes, he wants to write a letter to the Town Gazette about potholes. Yeah, he wants to write about how, you know, potholes are bad and he has, like, a, the way his bicycle works, his traveling city bike or whatever, it's he's at mm-hmm. risk and so there can't be potholes. And he's really going off. And 
Tuka writes, dear newspaper, potholes suck. Go masturbate in a lake. <laughs> yeah, he refers to himself as a fervent citizen velocipede. And she writes, thank you, city velociraptor. Yes. Yeah, very good. That. I just really liked that scene. I wanted to make sure that we talked about that she also like she she's doing all of her jobs like wrong like she trims someone's bushes wrong and then she builds mm-hmm. an old lady a dresser and then fills the dresser with lunch meat and cheese and she's like you have to change all these ice packs <laughs> a few times a day or else your clothes are gonna smell horrible mm-hmm. yeah very gross <laughs> i think your clothes would smell horrible anyways yes agreed but she gets kicked out and she's like where the have already at and then they throw the cheese at her i just thought it was such a funny line <laughs> oh, so funny but okay so birdie goes to work and her plan is not working because it turns out her jerk coworker Dirk is exactly as she described in the notepad. Mm-hmm. Yes, huge jerk. We hate him. And he keeps interrupting her and she tries to get time in with the boss and Dirk's there and steals everything. It's very tough. Yes. She tries to talk about the beach, but then we find out she never goes to the beach because it's a long drive and she's <laughs> scared of crabs pinching her butt. This is so funny. She's like, also, I'm scared of crabs. <laughs> Listen, who so isn't? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. But Dirk, like, in the meeting is literally, like, reading her notes and speaking over her and sharing all of her ideas as if they're his own. And, like, Birdie, grow a backbone, babe. Like, mm-hmm. hide your page. Why are you just letting him keep looking at it? Yeah, I hate this so much where definitely this is a thing that is terrible and happens in offices, but I just hate it so much that he's just so blatant about it where he just like leans over, reads exactly what she said, and then they're like, so Birdie, anything to add? And she's like, nope, Dirk pretty much covered it. Well, and that's the thing too is I feel like in general, what you would see is like Birdie share her idea and then Dirk just like says it louder and gets credit for it, Mm -hmm. but they make it so blatant that he's stealing in this Mm -hmm. like just literally looking at it and i just want to punch him in the face and of course he's a rooster because he's cocky as hell i want to punch him he sucks Ugh. and then she goes out and she's going to go talk to hollinger boss again she wants to ask for the promotion and dirk sexually harasses her yeah this is really bad because she's like i was gonna go ask colin for something and he's like oh that must be why you wore that tight sweater today it's like oh my god it's it's a nightmare it's the sweater she wears every day of her life for Mm -hmm. first of all okay but it makes her feel horrible and her left breast says i gotta go get a drink and jumps right off her body (laughs) very funny like i was looking at the wiki for this and it was like birdie's left boob can't take it after everything that's happened that day and i was like what does this mean Listen, I wish I could funny. pop a boob off at times. Do you know how much easier it would be to, like, exercise if I could just pop them off? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, Dirk's so gross here, too, where he's like, I'm sure Holland's going to give you whatever you want. And then when the left boob leaves, Dirk's like, well, the right one's staying put and looking nice. Ugh. I hate this guy so much. He's, he's so, so gross. gross. For the record, Holland is voiced by Richard E. Grant, mm-hmm. who was... He was in a season of Downton Abbey. He was in mm-hmm. Girls, which I, of course, have not watched. He was in three episodes of Doctor Who. He wasn't the Doctor. I don't know who I thought he was. He's been in a lot of stuff. Pretty famous guy. Good, good. Oh, he was the voice of the Doctor in a miniseries. He must have been the Doctor. I don't understand IMDb. Maybe this is why we shouldn't be relying on it as a resource. <laughs> Famously inaccurate. Yeah, he's never been the Doctor. I just, like, think he looks like he should have been the Doctor. Hmm. <laughs> and Dirk is voiced by John Early. Okay. Who I've ne- I truly never heard. Oh, he's in Search Party. Sam Sanders is going to be mad I didn't know him. I don't know Search Party. I need either. to watch Search Party. It's it, listen, we're it's on all of our lists. But we just <laughs> haven't gotten to it 
He's been a lot, but I just, like, haven't heard of it. So, yeah. sorry, everybody. I'm dumb about who people <laughs> are based on their voice, okay? People um, shouldn't expect us to know who people are at this point. Yeah, so speaking of people who I know who they are, though, Brady's Left Boob is voiced by Aquafina. <laughs> Amazing. Who people may know from Ocean's 8. Crazy Rich Asians. I think she... Oh, she was in Shang-Chi, the new Marvel movie. Not new. Mm-hmm. Well, newish Marvel movie at this point. She recently was kind of chased off the internet for saying some problematic things. Oh. Yeah. She has a good voice for her voice acting. She did a great left boob. I don't know if she had the gravitas <laughs> to be a right boob, but left boob she was okay. <laughs> yeah. And that covers... Everyone we haven't already talked about on the show for the rest of the episode. So look at that. One IMDb corner. Easy. Wow. So efficient. Yes. So Brady tries to report jerk to HR. But the HR lady is truly a demon. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the HR lady is so bad. Uh, voiced by Lisa Hanawalt also. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Who we love. <laughs> yes, of course. It's her show. Come on. Yes. Yeah, no, this is really bad. She's just like, oh, my God, like, he's so cute. You're so lucky. And he probably meant it as a compliment. And you probably shouldn't tell anyone about this because it would make the company look bad. And we don't want that. It sounds like it would be real awkward. She's on the bird world equivalent of Facebook. I think it was called Facebeak, maybe. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't notice Just that. on her computer. I can't remember what it was called. But, like, to me, Facebeak seems like the obvious pun. So it was probably that. If it wasn't Facebeak, then missed opportunity. Yes. Exactly. And so yeah. she just truly doesn't care at all. And then she gives Bertie a pamphlet that's a, like, that's like, how to take compliments at work and land a man. Yeah, how to flirt responsibly. Uh, <laughs> horrible. So bad. You can't, yeah. dude, stop it. And not, this this woman is horrible. So Bertie goes home and she's got a hole in her chest. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was yeah, the other thing, it, too. Like, she goes to tell the HR lady and the lady's like, oh, that hole is very unprofessional. You should probably cover that up. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I was sexually harassed. She's like, don't care. But when she goes home, Tuka and Speckle are both like, oh, this seems not ideal. Yes. She's like, oh, no, I asked for the promotion. They're working on it. Everything's going to be fine. Like, do not talk to me. Tuka's a little suspicious. Yeah. (laughs) I do love Tuka being like, did you trade a titty for a promotion? You are a ruthless negotiator. (laughs) Yeah, I like how it's like, I mean, is, is the promotion worth Losing a titty? No. No <laughs> promotion not. is worth that. Yeah, but they're both, they so, they're just so excited for her and looking really expectant, like, okay, I bet you got it. And she's like, oh God, and just can't bear to tell them. Yeah, they support and love her too much might be the problem. Mm-hmm. But Tuka's yeah. suspicious after, uh, you know, Birdie leaves. But don't worry, because Birdie's left boob vents to Tuka on Tuka and Birdie's couch, where she's just staying up all night watching videos, and she tells Tuka how horrible work is, and how, like, she can't poop at work, because there's a lady talking on the phone every day in the cube, who's, of course, Nicole Byer. Of course. Um, The, like, jerk being horrible, like, all of it. She just lets it out. But Tuka's like, okay, well, obviously Birdie needs my help. I need to go to the office. So she becomes an office temp at Birdie's Mm. job. Birdie seems jazzed to see Tuka there. She's like, oh my god, what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm here to help with everything. And she makes her her very own drawer of cold cuts. Why does she think a drawer of cold cuts is what everybody wants? Like, she brought all those cold cuts Mm -hmm. home to Speckle and Birdie. She did it to that poor woman's dresser. Like, who just wants... Do you like cold cuts that much, Lindsay? Like... 
No, certainly not. I just want to understand why anyone would think that anyone wants this. I yeah, also no, really like Tuka being like, well, I don't know where meat comes from. Yeah, <laughs> am I a food scientist? <laughs> I mean, no, you're not a scientist at all, and that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so Tuka instantly is like crushing everything at Bernie's work. She hires, she gets two other temps to assist her. The templates. The templates. They help her with everything. They make the bathroom better. They get the woman out of the bathroom, who doesn't even work in this building, by the way. The way she says that is so iconically in a call buyer. Like, I don't even work at this building. I love when she's, like, talking about bone broth, like, sucks the cellulite out. And she goes, <laughs> "You, some of you might be body positive, but <laughs> not me. Not me. <laughs> so good. You could just tell so she's much. just having the best time. Mm-hmm. yeah oh, she loves it so much so funny but she also like goes into the big like staff meeting and when Dirk tries to copy Bertie's notes she eats the notes and then she makes a loud like bird noise being like that's the alarm that plays anytime a woman hasn't spoken out loud in three minutes and Bertie gets to share <laughs> her ideas and impresses everyone yeah and everyone seems jazzed about the no women have spoken alarm like everyone's super into it all the women are like oh yeah we like this like we get to and talk t- yeah and Tuga keeps saying you know all this is going great because I am confident Bertie take note yeah just be confident she also says rudeness has saved the day yet again I loved that <laughs> yeah I was like when in my life can I be rude and it saves the day <laughs> and like even Holland is like Tuga like I'd like to pick your brain come into my office Yes. This is upsetting for Birdie, and I understand why, where she's like, you know, I was always saying that the reason I wasn't getting promoted is because of sexism, but now I see that you are absolutely nailing it, and so that must mean that I am just terrible. Imposter syndrome, baby. It's one hell of a Mm -hmm. drug. Yeah. Um, And she goes, and she cries in the bathroom, and the bathroom is so nice because of the templates. (laughs) Yeah, I love that she's sobbing that when Tuka comes in. (laughs) Tuka asks her how she is, and she's like, your templates made it really nice in here. Like immediately is willing to compliment her. (laughs) They did make it really nice in there. And Tuka lets Bertie know that, you know, Bertie, you're good at your job, but you don't take any credit and you let people walk all over you. Like, again, grow backbone, girl. And Holland asked Tuka if she wants this promotion. And she said, I told him I'd think about it, but I'm only doing this to give you time because I think Dirk is the other person he's thinking of. And I, like, I want you to have the opportunity. And Brittany's like, we need a plan. Yes. And they have this whole montage of inviting everyone to a sexual harassment seminar. I really like the animation and the music behind this. Mm -hmm. It's very well done. The posters are so funny with the tiger on them. And the two, like, cat coworkers that, like, pop over the cubes are like, I love the tiger. Like, love it. so good. (laughs) I really do like the, the sassy office cats also. Yes, me too. It's like seeing what Princess Carolyn could look like in another world, you know? <laughs> it's true. That's what I thought of, too. Like the working cat ladies. Exactly. So but Is this a crossover episode? Oh, my God. It could be. It could be. They they make posters for a, like, mandatory sexual harassment seminar. And the HR lady is like, oh, I wasn't really prepared to do this today. But, like, okay, let me go. And she's just truly being like, maybe you, if someone kisses you with tongue, like... Do you have to call it harassment? Mm-hmm. Which part of this doll is it okay to whistle at? None. I do like that she has a doll of herself. That's funny. 
Yes, that is good. <laughs> and I also, I like that Tuka's like, okay, so what's the plan here? And Birdie's just like, I didn't have one. I just thought that if we started this seminar, Dirk would feel so guilty he would confess. And Dirk is like so bored. He's playing with like the chin thing. I don't know what that's called. <laughs> what do you call that thing? Uh, waddle? Maybe. What do you call turkey chin thing? The waddle. You were right. Nailed but it. it's like with T's, not D's. <laughs> Yeah, right. It also could be called a caruncle. Oh, that doesn't sound as fun. It's a small fleshy excrescence that is a normal part of an animal's anatomy. So within its definition in birds, it includes wattles, combs, snoods, and earlobes. It just means flesh in Latin. Cool. Wow. I don't know what a snood is. Well, don't worry. There's a link. (laughs) Okay, snood is an erectile, fleshy protuberance on the forehead of turkeys. So oh. it's like on the side of its head, it like... That's right, all droopy. So I guess all of that droop is a, a caruncle. And it, so it says yeah. all that and then it says snoods are just one of the caruncles that can be found on turkeys. <laughs> oh my and while fighting, turkeys often peck and pull at that, causing injury. Wow. And sometimes resulting Delicious. in cannibalism. Wow. All right. Wow crazy crazy but, stuff. yeah no Derek of course does not confess this did not work <laughs> he doesn't notice it and birdie stands up and says i think we have a problem with sexual harassment in this office and we need to talk about it Dirk, you know made me uncomfortable and then all the other women in the office are like oh yeah he made me uncomfortable too like he did this to me oh he squeezed my he honked mm-hmm. my boob oh he like touched mm-hmm. my butt and it's like damn Dirk, you're a piece of shit yeah, he's terrible. And he does that classic thing of being like, sorry if my joke hurt your feelings. It's like, get out of here, sir. Stop gaslighting women in your office. He's not even smart enough to gaslight. Like, it's just innate, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Holland says, maybe yeah. you should pack up your things and go for the rest of the day. Not firing him. Just sending him home for the day. And he probably got paid. Probably. Yeah. A paid vacation. I would like a paid vacation. Yeah. So... Tuka tells Birdie she did a great job and you need to just ask Holland for the promotion. And so she walks up to Holland and he starts to have a normal conversation thanking her for speaking up. And she goes, I want a promotion. Yeah, she asks for it immediately. And he's like, oh, I was actually hoping you would ask. You're a perfect candidate. Let's get you moved into the office today. Yeah. And the office manager is grumbles. And she's happy about it. But now it turns out she has to stay late at work. And that sucks. Yeah, she's in her office. And she's like, "Mm, I got what I want. And she like starts getting to work. And she's leaving the office at 630 p.m. And Holland goes, Oh, leaving already? Like, you have a lot to do, senior (laughs) operations analyst. Uh, And she goes back to her office and gets back to work. And when she looks out her window, there's a bird across the way, like with his (laughs) hands like pressed up against the glass, just like, looking sad and i was like that's how i feel every time i'm in an office ever <laughs> the visual of that was so funny it's just like pressed right up against the glass like help me <laughs> it's very tragic but very well done very evocative it's how i feel mm-hmm. and she gets yeah. a text from speckle being like is the new job like snake emoji something something and i was like i have no clue what this man is trying to say <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get it either, but she responded like, oh my god, amazing, I love this. Like, her response was very positive, like, she understood what he meant. And she did not like it. Yeah. She also ate hot chips for lunch in this episode, and that was also extremely mm-hmm. relatable. Like, I'm such a birdie. <laughs> oh my god. She's like, it's gonna hurt my tummy, but I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. And the cats are like, are you having chips for lunch again? Yeah, and then Tuka comes in with, like, all the 
good food that she got for everyone. I loved two cocos. I figured I should do at least one of the things the office manager asked me to do. <laughs> so good. I love that she prioritized the food. That's my I priority would too. as well. Yeah, I wish I worked in an office that provided lunch. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, and then the post-credits sequence as we watch the credits now. Yeah, we watched the end credits. What'd you think of this sequence? Yeah, it's good. Dapper Dog just like opens the newspaper and sees that they published his drastically changed editorial and it is signed again, City Velociraptor, and he just howls his sadness. I mean, at least it wasn't signed with his name. Like I would like if it's not going to say what he wants it to say, at least it doesn't have his name on it. I thought it did have his name. It's a City Velociraptor. Did it have his name too? Am I stupid? Yeah, I think it maybe had both. Oh, under his name. Good Lord. To me, it just didn't have his name. It's okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um, trivia well. for this is so funny. Birdie's left boob once popped out at a water park. <laughs> yeah, because like when the when her boob comes home and has been drinking extensively, she's remembering like that was the other time in her life when she felt so free. Yeah, and it's like you hear all the oh Timmy, look away! Oh, there are children here. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Very fun. I love it. Yes. Mm-hmm. No feedback yet on Tuca and Bird Pod. I forgot to tweet it out. We'll remember eventually. I honestly, I like remembered today, but I remembered so close to when we were going to start recording that I was like, it would be a slap in, a, the fa- in everybody's face to tweet this out. <laughs> we did get another review. What? Yeah. I'm wondering if perhaps it is a repeat from someone that has edited slightly but because i think i read this before of the show is like free therapy thank you so much but they have changed it now so that it says probably the only podcast i really like (laughs) so thank you to jzjsgnshs thank you oh my god what an honor to be the only podcast you really like yeah i love it wow well that's it that's yeah. episode two of Tuca and Birdie. I did, this week I did get a text from Sam Sanish with like a screenshot of the episode being up being like, like huge <laughs> or like big new. What did he actually, I should look up exactly what he said because I do have the ability to do so. And like, maybe I'm making <laughs> him sound more excited than he was. Oh, it was huge in all caps. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I said, good. big day for the horse girls. Yeah. So that means that Sam can Join us whenever you want. Sam, let us know what episode of Tuca and Birdie you want to come on for. Mm-hmm. That goes for you as well, Matt Gagan. Pick an episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is it. That is all. But do not worry. Lindsay and I are making a plethora of content for you in this land. Lindsay is on <laughs> the podcast of tomorrow where she is breaking down Futurama with her previous Simpsons co-host Alex and also on what we do in the shadows which I think is over now but you can still go check it out the show still exists the podcast still there go listen to it yep yeah no it's over it was a great season it was so so much fun so go check it out if you enjoyed that season yeah and even if you didn't or even if you didn't watch go check it out honestly Flimsy, yeah it's like grace a, like what's, it was what's the me problem? and grace talking it was so much fun <laughs> and if you would like to hear more from me every week i do have mess magnets with sasha joseph where we talk about trending topics celebrity gossip and basically everything pop culture we had a big week last week with all the don't worry darling drama and now the queen's dead and ray j made a powerpoint presentation exposing the kardashians so it's listen it's a big week for mess magnets coming up <laughs> i also guested on another pop culture podcast this week called ready to be petty which was extremely fun and i'd recommend people check that out 
And of course, as mentioned, nothing but Netflix with Chappelle and Rob over on Rob Has a Podcast talking about dated and related. It's a fun podcast. <laughs> I love anytime I get to talk to Chappelle and Rob, and I hope you would all love it too. But we will be back next week to talk about season one, episode three, The Deli Guy. See you then. Bye.